Blog Talk Radio. But it's not going to get good until after halftime anyway. So by the time the show is over, then it'll be time to watch. All right. <laughs> good evening, everyone. And thank you for tuning in to the show once again to your girl, TJ. This is LL Sports 2 with TJ, where we are a sports show for everyone. But we are catering to the novice female sports fan. We are trying to help educate the ladies on the fundamentals of baseball, basketball, and football. Now, that doesn't mean that if you know about sports, and this show is for you. It's for everybody, like I said. So if you know about sports, if you don't know about sports, and you want to learn about sports, this is the platform for you, okay, because I want it to be um, a safe haven for you, that if you want to learn and you want to ask questions, you know, well, why does why, why does this happen? Or what does this mean? Or why do they do that? Or when am I supposed to do That's what I'm here for, all right? But in the meantime, if you're not asking me questions, then we're going to talk, okay? That's what we do. We like, we, we, like, we like to talk. That's why we have radio shows and TV shows and, just, you know, that's what broadcasters do. <laughs> we're coming to you each and every Wednesday night at 8, uh, 9 p.m. I'm sorry. There are several ways to join the show. One, pick up your telephone if you want to talk to me and dial 347-826-7924. You can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash LL Sports 2, or you can hit me live and in living color like they are doing on Facebook. Let me give a shout-out to Angel. I see you. She said, let's go, words. Angel, why are we always on opposite sides of the, the field, the court? What happened? Are you still a Bulls fan? My daddy said he jumped a ship, so he said he might go over to the um, to the Pelicans. I told him, I said, okay, all right, that's fine. Ain't Lou, I'm shouting you out. I said, you can go ahead and be like Ain't Lou if you want to. Jump ship. But let me tell you something, when the Bulls start winning again, don't come back. <laughs> like the Phoenix, we shall rise again, okay? I don't know when, don't get me wrong. There's no time soon. But, hey, if the 76ers can do it, then anybody can do it, all right? And my Bulls, we will we will reign supreme once again. I just don't know when. But, anyway, Debbie Ryan, shout out to you. Hey, Karen, I see you in the house. I'm trying to wave to each and every one of you, so I don't want y'all thinking that I'm trying to do anything here with my fingers. Oh, okay, all right, uh, no. Cancel that. All right, this thing is so sensitive, y'all. Here we go. Nikki, that's my cousin. What's up, cousin? Miss Laverne, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Brett, I see you, lady. Brett Tolbert, thank you so much. Let's see. Here we go. Nikki, hi, cousin. Love you. I love you, too, cousin. All right, you know it's family love. You got to shout out your family now. And like I said, Angel is in the house. Let me wave at Angel here. All right. Okay, is that it? Oh, nope, that's not it. Denise Green, y'all, y'all already know who that is. I ain't even got to say. Ain't Lou is in the house. Ain't Lou, I just shouted you out. Did you hear me? <laughs> Let's see. Debbie says, hey, Tina, would you mind breaking down the new tackling rule? The new tackling rule, which one is that, um, Debbie? I know it's in the NFL. Um, which, which one are you speaking of represent the Bulls? Go, you already know. Okay, let's see. This is not going to go well here. Well, actually, this is going very well because I said I was going to change up the format of the show tonight because, you know, I always do a lot of talking. And, you know, I try to give you the stats and the rundown and what's going on in, you know, in the world of sports. Now, if you don't want to talk to me, trust and believe, I do have my backup, okay? I have my stats and everything. But I want to give you, the listeners, an opportunity to talk to me, okay? So there are several ways that you can do that. You can either hit me up on the timeline like you're doing on Facebook. You can hit me up on the phone line, 347-826-7924. Um, 
or of course you can hit me up in the chat room. Or if you're on Facebook Live, I can bring you on the screen and you can talk to me and the listeners can see you as well. All right? So let's put it out there tonight. What do we want to talk about? Of course, game one. I am a I'm never one to want to cry over spilled milk, but when somebody is robbed the way that LBJ leading with the helmet, what if both players lower their heads? Okay. Okay, so I'm, I'm jumping over, I'm jumping back and forth, so let me finish this thought. Um, I never like to cry over spilled milk. However, if you watch that game, one, you know what I'm talking about. So what I want to talk about first is who is more to blame, George Hill or J.R. Smith? That's my first question. Of course, you know I'm going to give you my opinion. And then the call that they took back from LeBron James. Was it was it right for them to overturn the charge to a blocking foul? Was it a blocking? Um, yes, it was. It, it was not a charge. So the call was wrong to begin with. However, when the referees went to go and review the, review the play, they were supposed to be reviewing if LeBron was outside of the perimeter, meaning if he was outside of the, the, the um there's a, there's a line on the, on the court, if you guys never noticed, um, and it's where that the defender has to be outside of that line in order to be called or granted an offensive call, meaning that the, um, meaning that the person with the ball basically charged into them and it's an offensive foul, which means that the ball goes over to the other team. If it's a blocking foul, blocking, then that means that the defender was in the wrong place. He didn't give the, the offensive guy enough time or enough space to, and in this case, they called an offensive foul on Durant first, went and reviewed it, and then they changed it. So, um, again, it was not an offensive foul. It, it shouldn't have been called a charge to begin with, but the referee, that's what he called. And then they reviewed it. They overturned that, and we all know what happened after that. So we could talk about that if you want to as well. But I really want to know, do, who do you fault more, George Hill or J.R. Smith? And then, of course, we have to talk about your president um, reneging. I thought you could only renege in space. I didn't know. Hit, call, hit me up. <laughs> Yes, I'm being funny. But uh, President Trump, he withdrew his invitation to the Philadelphia Eagles because his feelings got hurt. Panties got in a wad, and he, I guess he's trying to save that orange face. I'm trying to save face and say that he withdrew the invitation for the Eagles versus there were only a select few of uh, Eagles players who wanted to attend the celebration at the White House. This whole celebrating, you know, the, the teams winning the championships and then going to, you know, celebrate at the White House, it's becoming um, pretty much a travesty. For one, no one really wants to go to the White House for this uh, particular regime. And, I mean, can you blame them? Do you blame them? Um, I don't because if – there have been plenty of players who have – uh, remove themselves from from visiting the White House. We all know that through everyone's presidency, Barack, uh, President Obama, uh, both of the Bushes, Reagan, uh, Bill Clinton. Okay, so there have been plenty of people who did not attend these celebrations, but it, it just wasn't like a mass exodus that we've been seeing, um, you know, over the past what year and a half, two two years. Uh, but for the president to renege on his invitation. And then the excuse that he's given, saying that the Eagles are letting their fans down, um, you know, that they didn't have proper representation. Nobody said that they had to go, just like nobody forced the players who chose not to attend prior to this presidency. Uh, no one forced them to attend. Tom Brady has missed plenty of uh, celebrations at the White House. But just the way that it's being handled, uh, President Trump, I believe you have or you should have more things on your plate to deal with, to be concerned with, to um, that should be at the forefront of your agenda each day than to be worried about who is attending or who you're resending your invitations to to celebrate at the White House. Um, I mean, isn't there a summit that we one day it's on, two hours later it's off, three weeks, three days later it's back on? Um, the school shootings that have continuously, you know, been going on. So I think that there's a lot more war, okay? Um, 
So I think there are really more things on your plate that uh, that you should be concerning yourself with. But let's talk about that. How do you feel about the the Eagles? Um, you know, only wanting to send send a handful of representatives to the White House to celebrate um, their championship win. Let me tell you something. The the uh, coach for the Eagles, Peterson, he seemed really hurt. I don't, I don't know if it was hurt or offended, but he seemed really offended that he would not be attending, um, you know, the the celebration at the White House. And I don't think it had anything to do with who was president. It was the fact that his team won. He he made it to the Super Bowl, and his team won. The 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 just the celebration that that was for the city of Philadelphia, and then now to just have that just robbed or, or yeah, basically robbed from you because the president his feelings got hurt. You know, come on, who? When are you going to be the bigger person? When are you not going to let your wig get in the way of your thinking, President Trump? I mean, let's just let's just call it how it is. Um, so, you know, for the, for those of the ones who wanted to attend, um, who who wanted to attend the, the celebration, who, who are you to 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 take that from them? And like I said, just because the whole team they weren't going to show up, so what? There were people who were going to show up. Were people going to talk about it? Yeah, but they talk about you every day. Why do they talk about you? Because you keep yourself in the news on Twitter and Instagram. Well, I think it's more Twitter than Instagram. But, I mean, come on. It's, it's like at, at what point are you going to stop being petty and be the president? I don't know. I thought that's what they elected you for. And I did say they. That was not a slip-up. Anyway, 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to your girl, TJ, tonight. Bruce Miller in the house. I see ya. He says it's game time. Now I'm going to let you know right now I will not give out any spoilers. And if anyone wants to talk about the game, I need to say spoiler alert, okay, because there are people who they don't watch the game live. (laughs) You know, they want to tape it in so that they can – Fast forward through the commercials. Ain't nothing wrong with it. That's why the DVR was was invented. David King, I see you out there. Justin Felton, thank you so much for tuning in. Bruce Miller, if I didn't sh- shout you out before, I'm shooting shouting you out and shooting you out. Lord have mercy. Bang bang. Shoot uh, him right now. Can't think of the song. Shotgun. That's it. Shotgun. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> you know me. And in the words of Janelle, jukebox Judy, I do it. Okay. So Debbie asked me about the Terry Greer. I see you in the house. J.L. Harris. Uh, let's see. Kelly Johnson. Pedro. Put them up for the Niners. You see I'm rocking them Niners. Okay, so I have to make sure that I'm going back going back and forth in the words of Aaliyah. So I have to make sure that I get everybody. So Debbie had asked me a question. Leading with the helmet, what if both players lower their heads? Now, I must admit to you, Debbie, I'm going off of memory here, but – the new rule, it is not good for the defensive players. I had this written down. See, this is why I like to keep my notes handy for these types of incidents. But basically, they're saying that if both players, you know, lower their heads, then, of course, the defender is going to get called for uh, for the penalty. And I believe now it's an automatic uh, 15-yard and a first down. But – don't quote me on that. If you tune in next week, I will make sure to have the answer for you. I'm just going off of memory right now, and I, do, I really don't like to do that. I like to have my facts. But I just have a lot of things going on in my head right now, Debbie, so charge to my head, not my heart. <laughs> no, yeah, charge to my head. There's a lot going on right now. But I will definitely have the breakdown for you next week, so make sure to tune in next week, okay? But I do believe that with the new, um, with the new rule that they implemented, it is that it's an automatic 15-yard uh, and a first down for um, – you know, for the uh, defender, the, the the defenseless player, so to speak. Uh, but basically, it's 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 on the defense now. It's more pressure for our, for the defense uh, for the defense to have to worry about. All right, but again, I will have that for you next week. I promise. JL, am I waving to you? Kelly Johnson, have I waved to you? Thank you all so much for tuning in. Okay, I believe I had one person that's already tuned in, uh, chimed in. Like I said, I want to hear from you tonight, whether it's the timeline. Whether it's you call me up, 347-826-7924, that is the number to call. So was it more, who do you blame more for the game one loss for the Cleveland Cavaliers? George Hill for missing the free throw or J.R. Um, I was about to say J.R. Lewis, mercy, J.R. Smith for just not knowing what was going on. Isn't that basketball 101? Time, score, fouls. You need to know how many fouls your team has. You need to know what the score is. You need to know how much time is left on the clock, okay? 
I think that's basketball 101. In my opinion, I'm going to blame George Hill because had he made the free throws, which is what you're supposed to do in the NBA, you know, me and my mom, we were talking about this, and, you know, she was like, you know, Tina, it's in the throws of pressure. It's a lot of pressure on them. You know, they're in, it's, it's the finals. Um, you know, that, that's just a lot of pressure to stand up there and, and make both free throws. It is. And that's what you paid the big dollars to do. You know, I'm not saying I'm not saying that, you know, you're supposed to hit the game-winning shot. I'm not supposed to say that, you know, you're supposed to make the point-blank layup. If you're right there, you just throw the ball up off the glass. They have a little square there. You can still use it. It works every time. You hit that little white line, hit it at the top, it goes right through. So used to do it all the time when I played basketball in school. Matter of fact, I made a lot of my points. But, <laughs> you know, uh, you miss a wide-open three. You know, I get it. But free throws. This is, you know, that's supposed to be money in the bank. That's why I call it free throw. It's it's free money. It's free. It's a, it's free points. And yes, it's the finals. Yes, you're up there on the line, uh, in in enemy territory. But it's free throws. And when your team needs you the most, when when are you when are you going to come through? When it's time to shoot free throws. So I, I do. I, I I fought George Hill more because he had he just made it, then we wouldn't be talking about Jr. So I give as far as as far as dipping up the percentage on who messed up more, I'm gonna give George Hill seventy percent. So seventy percent George Hill if he would have made the free throws. But I, I can't let Jr. off the hook because for one, if you watch the play, Jr. wasn't even paying attention to the play. The ball and the and the net and the goal is here. This is Jr. posting up his man, and he's looking this way. He's looking even past George Hill. Jr., what, what are you looking at? What are you concentrating on? What are you thinking about? And then you get the ball. He gets the rebound. Mind you, it was a foul on Durant because he pushed Durant out the way. Referees, they were messing up all game anyway. He gets the rebound, and then he dribbles out. He dribbles out away from it. Oh, my goodness. Would, would he have made the basket if he tried to throw it up? I don't know. Would he, if he had passed the ball to LeBron, would LeBron have made? I don't know. But at least give him a chance. At least shoot the ball. Let's see what can happen. At least be aware of your situation. That's all I'm asking. Be aware, Jr. In the words of Stephen A., stay off the weed. Okay? That's just, just that simple. <laughs> 347-826-7924. That is the number to call. Let's see. Well, let's talk about what everyone is talking about. Oh, Lord, see that? I get to talking. You talk to me. I talk to you. All right, so I'll tell you what. We're going to go ahead and jump into a quick break. And then on the outside of this, it's already time, y'all. It's already time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. And I can't wait to hear what she has to talk about tonight. And as soon as I go to the break, I'm going to get to you on Facebook. All right? This is your girl, TJ, LL Sports 2. Say I saw somebody who looked just like 
it's no secret. Ladies love sports, too, with TJ. You already know they do. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to your girl TJ tonight or hit me up on Facebook Live. All right, y'all, as I said, as I said, it is time, it is time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pen. One moment. <laughs> I got a lot of character there. When her pen hits that pad, yes, it is time for Lucinda's lyrics. So, Miss Lucinda, what do you have on tap for us tonight? Good evening, Block Talk Radio, Lady Club Sports 2. The NBA Finals are a third underway. We're still waiting for the Cavs to come out and play. In Game 1, the Warriors defeated the Cavs 124-114 to 114 in overtime. J.R.'s blunder was a serious crime. He thought they were ahead, so he ran the clock down instead. He should have taken a shot or called timeout. A little too late, so overtime came about. Golden State outscored them in overtime, but they led in regulation on the nine. King James set a record with 51 points in game one, but he and his crew still lost to the Warriors' son. The referee made some poor subjective calls, thus giving Golden State extra possessions of the ball. In game two, the Warriors annihilated them 122-103, to making LeBron's fall on one knee. Curry set a record with nine made three-pointers, dropping 33 points. This put an aching on the Cavs' joint. Durant had 26 points, Clay 20, and Draymond 5. And Livingston's 10 off the bench kept them alive. The Warriors are too strong in shooting and defense. For the Cavs to win, it won't make sense. Uh, not that it just won't make sense. I mean, it just it's just totally out the out the out the water for for the, for the Cavaliers to do anything, huh? It just won't make sense. I ain't know you did that. <laughs> Well, I, I just don't understand, Tina, why they didn't let Boston go on and win this thing, because I think it would have been more competition with Boston. I really do. Uh, well, okay, well, let's let's just think about this real quick, and then, uh, yeah, okay, we'll talk about this, and then we're going to bring Janelle in. Did you have any shout-outs real quick, Aunt Lou? Oh, no, I don't think it's any birthdays, unless it's some nieces and nephews and cousins I don't know about. But if, I, if it is, I charge it in the head and not my heart, because I don't know. Okay. Oh, but Tina, I wanted to say this before she came in. The sun is shotgun. Boom, 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 boom. Shoot them for they run now. Do no, 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 no. Do the jerk, baby. Remember that? That's the song. <laughs> Do the jerk now. All right, bring her in. Bring her in. Okay. Well, uh, I forgot what we were talking about. Okay, so um, what were we talking about? Oh, that first. Started to my head. But uh, I was just going to make a good point here real quick. Um, hey, what did you just say? Uh, okay, well, let's, let's just bring Janelle in, and I'm pretty sure she's going to remember. Or <laughs> not. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Good evening, ladies. Yes, ma'am. Good evening, ladies. You already know I remember because I got, number one, your first scenario. We're going we gonna to leave Trump to last. As you know, Ms. Lucinda likes to go off anytime you mention his name. So we have to talk about the hair situation first. Yeah. Okay. I have yet a third scenario for you because apparently you didn't listen to the two-minute report. Do you know when he, uh, when on that second free throw, when he'll throw it up, um, Durant was in the lane. The, um, the, the ref um, point blank said that they should have called, um, they should have called foul on him right in then. Violation. And he should have gotten a second attack. Yes, he was in violation. They should have they he they should have called um a, a violation on him, and he should have gotten a second attempt to shoot that second free throw. That's the number one. Number two, when he um when Jr. had free throw, uh, when he got the uh, rebound from that missed free throw, they mm-hmm. they also said that they should have called a second or they should have called another foul on Durant, and I can't remember who else it was because. They immediately swarmed towards James and pulled his jersey so that he could not get to him. So when he finally broke free, that it was everything was already over because Jr. Who, hello man, don't even know when he's supposed to do what. Um, <laughs> he's not paying attention. Um, 
dribbling the ball the wrong way, he he finally admitted that he didn't realize that they were right. um, that they weren't up by one. Okay, so I appreciate that because it took me off when he when he said um, in that first interview, "Oh yeah, I knew," and then his his own coach busted him out. That right, was the other right. thing that took me off. I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I never think so screwed up. Just own it. Yes, just yeah. own it. Just screwed up. Just go ahead and own it. But the thing that really, um, now I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna say this to you because I understand you are 100% correct. When you're in a situation like this, those free throws are money. But you forget LeBron missed free throws too. He wasn't the only one. After yes, the whole does. scenario yes, went down, Durant, 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 too. Yeah, but LeBron, LeBron was so destroyed by that whole situation, he couldn't recoup. He couldn't get his head back in the game because he was just that angry as, as well as he should have been. Because you are correct, they were. I do not believe in, like you, crying over things that we can't do anything about because they can't get that game back. But my goodness, if ever somebody was robbed, this is the situation right here. It sure was. Hold on one second. Three tonight on LL Sports 2. It is time for the triple threat. I have Janelle in the house and, of course, Lucinda's lyrics. Ain't Lou who brought the strength once again. Trey, real quick, I want to ask. Uh, Trey says that they're not going to call that late in the game, meaning that call. Are you talking about the uh, lane violation, Trey? I want to. I want to just want to make sure that I understand what he's talking about. And real quick, go back to and lose point. Real quick, he was talking about um, why didn't the uh, Cavaliers let Boston win? Put it like this: Ain't lose. Had the game went the way it was supposed to, and the Cavaliers won Game One. Think about it. Cavaliers win Game One, then the Warriors. You know they're going to regroup, come back, and win Game Two. Now we have a series. Because now the Cavaliers um, own home court. they got to come home, you know, take care of business at home, which we probably know that they're not going to, you know, win both of them. But at least it gives us a series. Cavaliers did what they were supposed to do. I mean, they played one hell of a game on game in, in yes, game one. And yes, for they just did. A, yes, they did. We are to have that, just that lapse in, in brain part. I think that's what it is. I, I can't call it anything else. But, Janelle, you are absolutely right, and I don't put all the onus on George Hill. I'm talking about the players of today. They do not take free throws as seriously as they did back in the day. Now, don't get me wrong. I know George missed his Reggie Miller, he missed his share, but it it was a curry now when he goes to the the free throw line. We pretty much know 99.9% of the time his free throws are going to go in. That's how it should be. I know you have certain players that Mm -hmm. do the low percentage, but if you are a forward or a guard in this league, if the centers can shoot three-pointers, then the regular guards and forwards should be able to shoot free throws. I'm sorry. It really irks me because that is you are money. 100%. You are 100% correct. And what really blew my mind about the fact that he missed that second shot, he's an 80% free throw shooter. So I just mm. love those shots. That's what you get paid for to make the shots when it counts the most. Don't nobody care when you make right. a shot in the, in the 82-game season. Come on now, if you're in the playoffs and if you've made it to the finals, that's supposed to be butter. The only people I give a pass to are the centers. But I don't even give them passes. If they can shoot three if they can shoot three pointers, then they need to be making their free throws as well. Right. But, but, but Tina, you gotta look at Duran has missed a lot in these series. Duran has missed a lot. And so and he, has um <clears throat> King James. Well King has I don't think he's missed as many as Duran. Duran missed about six so. and he used to be like a like ninety uh, percent or more. Exactly, exactly. It's like so. what? Just it's like a lack of contemplation. You know, it's like okay, we know that it's a given, and we know it's probably the easiest thing to do on the court. Like I said, other than a, a point blank layup that a lot of people seem to be missing nowadays. Is it just me, or do people miss more point blank layups? They're like I'm talking about. You're like right there. You're not up underneath the goal. You're not, you know, driving oh, they, they, the goal they right there. Easy, baby. That's easy layup. They are missing him, and I, I'm having yeah. problems with that. Because that's a perfect I mean, that's either they hit the other thing. That's the other thing that I wanted to bring up. That's the one. The other thing that I wanted to bring up because had J.R. Smith done what he was supposed to do, because any other person in his situation, he was right by the basket and nobody was guarding him. He could have got that rebound and put it right back in the hoop. And that's what he should have done. Had he done that, they wouldn't be we wouldn't be talking about him in this whole situation where he brings the ball out unnecessarily. Now, see, I could take it if he would have if he would have at least attempted to, to lay up and missed it. Now, I can I can, right. I can suggest that. 
you know, I'm still going to talk about them again because if you have a point blank layup right there, <laughs> I, I don't have, I don't know how they do it. But at least the attempt was made. You just told the world that you are not paying attention in the finals, in the NBA finals. You are not uh, concentrating on the game. And you also told me that you obviously you didn't pass what second grade math. If you go to the line and you're and you're down by one, and your your teammate only makes one free throw, what does that mean? That means you're tied. It ain't possibly be exactly. if you only made one free. You made a comment about what he was looking to. Um, he literally was asking the coach what um whether they had timeouts, and he was asking what the next play was. Apparently, he didn't listen in the huddle or something. I don't know what happened, but. When I saw him ask, I'm like, why are you looking over there instead of looking at the hoop? You need to be paying attention to what's going on in this game. I know, I know, but like I said, we can't, you know, we can't cry over spilled milk. Uh, so before we before we jump uh, topics here, because I definitely have to get y'all's opinion on, you know, your president. So real quick, uh, do oh, do the Cavaliers win tonight? Oh, they're gonna win tonight. I, I have no doubt that they're gonna win tonight. My concern is about that next game. You know, um, they they play very well at home, but for them to do two in a row against – now, it's one thing when you do it against Boston, you do it against the Seven Sixers or – but mm-hmm. to, to try – I mean, the Pacers, but to, to try to do two in a row against Golden State and you know Golden State going to try and put this stuff away, they look, they're going to want to um, at least take one game here so that they can go home and win out in front of their fans. I don't think they're going to be able to do it twice. Iguodala's mm-hmm. back. Yes, he is. That was a heck of a bone bruise, wasn't it? You had to be out six games, and looks like uh, Clay Thompson <laughs> turned his ankle every other play, and he he back out there. I'm like, my goodness, uh, Iguodala, what is going on with the with the bruise? But uh, but ain't Lou? Do you really? think the Cavs winning tonight? Yeah, the Cavs are winning right now, but that don't mean nothing. I don't think they will. Let's see what I asked? I said, will they win the game tonight? What 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 say you? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't think so, but it's looking like they might, but I don't think so. I'm, I'm hoping that my boys can pull it off in the midst of it all because, you know, third quarter has not come, and we always be rising to the third quarter. So I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm not hanging in there these past games in the third quarter. I got to give it to them. Yeah. So that it looks okay, like the curse is broken. That, that, first, that first game. They did not rise in the, in the third quarter. The, um, the Cavs had them. They were right there with all uh-huh. the way down to five points. The third, that's the first time I've ever seen them play a third quarter and not completely annihilate the other team. The Cavs were right, playing right. so well in that first game. It was incredible. But they hang um, – Yeah, they hang, but, but, but I think it – I, I – I don't know what was happening in that first game because I was wondering why they stayed, like, you know, as close as they did and stuff and why Golden State wasn't pulling away. But I just think that we could pull this one off tonight. I'm hoping we do because I'm hoping that we can sweep them right about now because uh, we are such a much better team. And I'm not jumping now. Remember, my team is – y'all know who my team is, right? If you don't know, I can't tell you. But anyway, I'm not jumping shit. (laughs) You know. I'm confused. I, I don't know. I don't know. A Clippers, y'all. It's the Clippers. Oh, I don't know. Clippers. But I'm just oh, <laughs> But I'm just saying. I'm just saying, though. I'm saying. That's all I'm doing is saying that uh, okay. we should just go on and sweep them. Because I think we're, we're more dominant team. We're a better team for shooting and et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, you well, know, and, and, and when Le- LeBron – I mean, come on, girl. You put out 51 points and y'all still lose. Come on, TJ. Fifty-one well, points to be half of what on your team. I mean, you can't you can't come, overcome stupidity. I'm sorry, it just it, you know you can't overcome stupidity sometimes. But with that being well, said, yeah, yeah. that heck of a yeah, game though. Okay. I can, we, we can't cry over oh. spilled milk. But um, I yeah. just don't want to. I don't want to see a final sweep. I just uh, we we wait too long to see a final sweep. And we we know that the that the Warriors are the more dominant team. You know, the team with the more um, you know with the more talent, but. I believe so with every other team that the Cavaliers beat get to the finals. I just wanted to say that. So, and, and we'll, we'll, you know, go LeBron. All right. And Trey says, okay, well, Trey so ain't Lou. He says that it's going to be a sweep. He says that the Cavaliers won't pull it out tonight. I hope you're wrong, Trey, okay, well, and I hope well, you're wrong, Amy. Okay, well, you, uh, Dre, you just say what you say. Say what you say, baby. Say what you say because y'all going to lose tonight. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Dr. King is speaking right now. I had a dream. I have a dream. 
So let's go ahead and move uh, to uh, the uh. President here. What do you think about President Trump rescinding the invitation to the Eagles? Well, he just he just Trump. We talking about Trump, an idiot. You know, y'all can shut up if you want to. We just talking about an idiot right now. But you know, that just shows he can be president because he got money. Um, I'm not surprised because he's he's uh, how old is Trump? About seventy two, one hundred and three, or what? But he's just he's a boy. He's a baby. He acts like a baby most of the time. Yes, that's true. You got a point there, Chanel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. I mean, and, and that's what a kid okay. does when they get when they. I'm getting, I get mad with you when I'm gonna take my toy from you. I'm not gonna play. I'm not gonna share with you. I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna visit you. Come on, let's grow up. We grown people, people. We grown people. Okay. Right. I told you she was gonna be going off at every time you say his <laughs> name. <laughs> I call him say the same. Okay. So. Just quit. All the, the players just quit. So what are they going to fire everybody? 
But you know what I'm saying? But I'm just like, you know, they can make the receiver go on a strike or whatever, you know, behind this stuff because they're doing what he wants them to do, which is just petty. Okay, go on. Well, and that's just it. They're not doing – the players aren't doing what, what Trump if, – if Trump had his way, then, you know, of course, we wouldn't have had the option for, for the players to stay in the locker room. So they are definitely okay. – um, you know, they're, they're definitely showing him that his voice really doesn't matter in the NFL, but it's more so the commissioner, Roger Goodell, and the owners who seem to be kowtowing to, to his little antics. Um, mm-hmm. I just, uh, I think this just shows though, it, it, it's how extremely petty um, the president is and is willing to be. Uh, I mean, like I said, even yeah. if it was only 10, a, a group of 10 or 15 people coming from the Eagles organization, mm-hmm. It still should have had the opportunity to, you know, accept the invitation and represent the Eagles, right. you know, for winning the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And then for him to turn it around and try to flip it and put it on the fans, you know, saying that they're just mm-hmm. destroying the fans. Oh, no, that has nothing to do with the Trump. It's, it's all you. Right. So, it's disappointing. It, it, it really is. It really, it really is. is. Juan Carlos. And, uh, you know, Carlos. So, Matt Bailey, I see you. Me. What's going on, girl? Thank y'all so much. And again, it just shows how petty he is that, you know, it's like, okay, well, you guys didn't let me in your little boys club. I'm going to wreak havoc as much as I can, when I can, um, you know, on your little organization there. And they're allowing him to do it. It's um, Yeah, and it's crazy. It's, it's time out for it. It really is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just time to speak the truth, y'all. It's time, I mean, every, you know, but people need to just calm down a little bit. And they need to try to, you know, do the right thing. Just do the right thing. Say the right thing. Just don't call people out and, and bash certain people and expect them not to say anything back to you. You know, come on, people. This is America, free country, land of the free, home of the brave. We have freedom of speech and et cetera, et cetera. Right. So, right. You know, but, again, time the, I think the, the, the most, um, what makes me sad or, or angry or with the situation is that we're still talking about the military. We're still talking about, you right. know, players disrespecting the flag, they're disrespecting the military, you know, they're not standing up for their country now, you know, Trump is trying to put in there, you know, you're supposed to stand for the flag and put your hand over your heart. I very rarely, when I would stand really? up for the, the um, for the national anthem, would I put my hand over my heart. Usually my I'd have my hands behind my back because I used to have a hat on, or, you know, you stand... <laughs> You know, but you don't. I don't necessarily think everyone stands with their hand over their heart. You know, so now for you to try to specify that if they're not standing with their hand over their heart, you know, they're not a patriot. Man, go sit down. You're not a patriot with that hand over. You shouldn't come out in public Thank like you. that. Right, and then my thing with with this whole thing with the flag. Why are we worshiping a Durham flag? And I and I'm putting it mildly. We should be worshiping God or whoever we believe in. But a flag, we sit up and give all this homage and, and reverence to a flag. I mean, come on, it, it's not that we're well, worshiping it. We're, we're showing acknowledgement. Well, you no, know, we're giving, we giving too much respect and too much too much uh, unnecessary attention to this darn flag, okay? Uh, y'all need to go mm-hmm. and listen to Nick Cannon. What he, he wrote. Uh, he wrote this rap. I love it. Mm-hmm. Talking about a flag. Okay, so we just need to, you know, just let people do what they want to do. We still free here. Even though y'all want to make, don't want to make us, let us be free. Right, but I mean, I'm just saying the the act of standing. I mean, because it's, it's been going on forever. I mean, you know, we stand and yeah. listen to the national anthem, and we look at the flag because the flag does represent, you know, the United States of America. But it's just like yeah. Colin Kaepernick said, it doesn't necessarily represent all of America, and that's all he was bringing yeah. attention to. I, I wouldn't necessarily say that you know we're worshiping the flag, so I don't I don't think people think of it as you no, know well, well, and all be all. Right. But I'm I'm just saying it's just too much too they're giving too much uh credence to, to something. You know, go over and feed these people or, or go get some people free or whatever. You know, come on, it's just mm-hmm. we put too much attention on the wrong stuff. We waste too much time. Right. I I feel you though. It like I'm you said, the message gotten lost. That's what that's what upset yes. me. The message gotten lost and we're we're still dwelling on things that was not the intent of the initial protest. So Three four seven eight two seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to your girl TJ tonight. And shout out to each and every one of you who are tuning in 
on Facebook and chiming in and giving me your thoughts and opinions. I love it because that's what I said. I wanted the show to be about the listeners and the fans tonight. I wanted to talk about, you know, what you wanted to talk about. So Juan Carlos, thank you so much for tuning in. Wayne, I see you out there. Krista, what's going on, girl? She says, not here to talk sports. Just stop by to say hi. Your body, you know I know who you are, girl. <laughs> that's my favorite bartender there. Shut up, ambiance. Please, Atlanta, bring an ambiance back. Okay. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, shout out to each and every one of y'all for tuning in to the show tonight. Playoffs says, I think if this doesn't stop, players have to make a decision whether they're going to play football or really make a change and not play a season. That, that would be a drastic statement. I will, I will say that. Um, Real uh, real quick, ladies, I mean, do y'all want to chime in on that? Trey says, you know, in order for the players to really make a change, he thinks that they should um, or that they're, what's going to be needed is to not play an entire season. Um, y'all want to chime in on that real quick? Um, no. To be, you know, you I don't know that it's – I don't know that that's, that that's even going to make a difference. Uh, it, doing that, I mean – as a fan, as a true football fan, I, I would hate to see that happen because you know, Kenny, you know how we are. We live for football. That's that's the, that's the greatest sport in the world. However, I don't honestly think that that would make a difference either. People are going to react the way that they want to react, and just like they, um, just like they trade players and find other. I can't remember what year that was, but it was many, many, many years ago where um, something happened, uh, something similar happened, and an entire team um, ended up getting replaced by some, um, oh, I got a, um, I got to look came in, uh, the replacement players? Yeah, the replacement players. So I don't think I, it's going to stop anything. Here's my thing. The owners are going to do whatever it takes to make money, period. It doesn't matter what sport it is. It doesn't matter if it's football. How we ended up on the, on the NFL, I don't know. When NBA players have been standing up against this for some time, too. But it doesn't matter what sport it is. I believe that um, the, the, the owners are going to do whatever it is that they need to do um, in order to make their money. That's number one. But the thing is, even after that, um, people are going to still um, are still going to have their opinions about things and make rules and do all these other things. It's, I don't think that's going to make a difference. I don't think that's going to hit them where it hurts. I don't know what it's going to take, but I don't think that's going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really don't know what that would accomplish, honestly, Trey, uh, for the players that I see, because what are they sitting out for? Are they sitting out to prove to Trump that, what, what do you call them, um, idiots, last people that were, um, you know, kneeling? Um, so what are you What are you sitting for to prove to Trump, or to to really try to get some change and some justice for um, people of color? Uh, you know, in the justice system, because I, I definitely think by sitting out a season, it's not going to cause you know the police officers to act uh, to act better. Um, it's definitely mm-hmm. not going to you know, cause them to they not might be come after you. <laughs> no, so I, I don't you. really know what the. I don't know what would be accomplished by the players. Uh, and, of course, you know, me being, uh, as, as Janelle said, piggybacking on that, um, selfish reasons. Of course, I don't want to have a whole season uh, of no football. And like Debbie said, they would just call in replacements, um, you know, like they did the year, that they, the year of the strike. And we saw what happened with the replacement refs. I so don't want to be looking in no season with replacement players. I'm sorry. That, that would not be good. Um, but like I said, I don't know what they would accomplish by the players. Cause it, it was mentioned, you know, earlier, uh, like earlier in May, um, you know, about would there be players once the once the final final ruling came down on what the what the owners were going to do about the protest. Um, however, they handled that. What would the players do? Would they fall in line, um, or would you know some players sit out and protest? But I just don't know what it would accomplish. But yeah, he called them SOBs. Thank you, Ryan. Um, so yeah, it, by sitting out a season, I mean, are you again trying to show Trump that you're not um, an SOB? We already know you're not. So what would that accomplish? Um, but all right, ladies. Wow, another great epic segment. However you want to classify it. All right, ladies. Any yes, it was. We got 
We love you, Tina. You're doing it. You just keep doing what you're doing. You just look so beautiful in that pink, girl. You're rocking that pink. You hear me? <laughs> and Janelle, and Janelle, I love you, and I'm just so glad to be a part of the the, the, the three uh, deadly the deadly threat because you know we are deadly and we are a threat. And I hell Oh, not to give me a shout out. Go ahead. Stop promoting my boys. They are absolutely doing incredible. But I love you, ladies. Have a wonderful rest of your week and weekend. All right, ladies. Yeah. So until next week, same back time, same back station. I see you back here Wednesday night. <laughs> Y'all, All right. Three four seven eight seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to your girl T J tonight. Trey, I truly I agree with your statement because um, he says to really stop and make change. That's the reason for the protest. Or if they were to sit out a season, um, he goes on to say you stop powerful people from making money, and that is the only way that they will listen. Generally, rich people is when you start affecting their bottom line. But what will it really change? Again, it's not going to stop Trump on how on his thinking, um, you know, by sitting out a season. Again, what are you trying to prove, that you're not an SOB, um, that you do have, you know, rights to kneel, sit, stay in the locker room? Well, we already know that. Um, and then as far as what the, what the protest was really supposed to be about, stopping or bringing attention to social injustice in this country, it's not the owners that are out there robbing people of their rights. So, uh, you know, uh, again, I think with Trump hijacking the situation and hijacking the the issues here, what are you really going to accomplish? It's kind of like basically like the NFL, and I said this a couple weeks ago, they're damned if they do, they're damned if they don't. This is not really their their problem. They're not the ones causing social injustice. They're not the ones shooting people, you know, dead in the streets or, or, um, you know, Arresting, you know, people of color for no reason. It's not the owners of the NFL, but at least they are trying. You know, they are willing to put their money into these communities, into these groups, um, into these charities that that their players are, are you know, members of, owners of, um, CEOs of. So, what are we really expecting from the NFL? Because what else can they do? You know, yes, they are there to make money, but let's be real. Any Right-minded, you know, CEO. That's what they. Well, that's why they have a business. You know, it is to make money. Um, I don't know. I just think it's Trump is just making this last a lot longer than it needs to be. I really do think this would have died down probably last year. Um, back their players. They are backing the players, though. You know, by again, like by by putting the money into those into those charities, the the fund that they set aside. Like I said. I don't know. I don't know what's going to be the solution, uh, but in my opinion, I just don't think that sitting out a season is going to really accomplish anything. But we'll soon see, okay? Because we have an upcoming season that's coming up, and we'll have we'll, we will soon see how many players will stay back in the locker room. All right, but y'all, that is going to do it for this week. Yes, we will be back next Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To join me, please dial 347-826-7924. You can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports 2 or you can hit me up on the timeline like all of you are doing and you did tonight, and I truly, truly appreciate the support. Tina D. Jackson is the name. You already know sports. That is my game. All right, y'all. So uh, shout out to everybody on the phone lines at 678 That's my daddy, 337-212. Everybody that listened in online. And, again, like I said, everybody on Facebook Live. Thank you so much for your support. All right, y'all. So let's see. Anybody celebrating a birthday today? I think it was one person. Um, Let me go back see if I can do it. DeAndre Hopkins of the – Houston Texans, so he turns 26 today, so happy birthday to him. All right, again, great big shout-out to Ron Bo of Ron Bo Sports. That's my brother from another mother. 
doing his thing on the West Coast there, talking 49ers football. Of course, to Aunt Lou for bringing the strength once again with Lucinda's lyrics. If you missed it, make sure to catch it on the podcast. And to Janelle for rounding out the triple threat. Love you, ladies, and love this segment each and every week. Love talking and debating about sports. And, of course, last but by no means least, to my mom, Miss Denise Green, just for all of your support, everything you do for me for LL Sports 2. Kev Mitchell, I see you out there. Shout out to you, my 49. Niners, brother. All right, y'all. So with that, it only leaves one time. Leaves one time. Leaves time for one more thing. Yes, it's time for TJ's motivational moment. This past Saturday, I attended the Frankie Beverly and Mays with special guest Anthony Hamilton concert, and can I just tell you? You hear it all the time. Matter of fact, I've said it time and time again. But this weekend, just put the confirmation on the stamp for me. There is no school like the old school. The way men were able to bear their heart and soul through a song lyric. Men were given the blueprint on how to apologize or just to say, baby, I'm sorry. Men knew how to communicate about love, looking for love, being in love, lost love, broken love, complicated love. But when all was said and done, there was still adoration, appreciation, honor, and respect for their woman. And that's just the music. Remember sports back in the day? It wasn't about who had the biggest contract. It wasn't about who can shoot the longest three-point shot. It wasn't about which super team can we assemble this offseason. No, it was each player lacing up their shoes to hit the court to prove who deserved to hold up that Larry O'Brien trophy at the end of the season. And let's not forget our childhood. No Wi-Fi was needed. We didn't need the latest S plus this or Apple 10 that. To keep kids active, they actually went outside and played. Dodgeball, tetherball, hopscotch, double dutch, tag, bike riding without a helmet. Listening out for the ice cream man. We didn't need cell phones. Just make sure you're in shot range before the street lights come on. And we still had time to catch fireflies in the jar. I don't care what anyone says. When they removed praying from school, the whole dynamic changed for this country and our children. Now kids have to enter through metal detectors to attend school. And we see how how well that's turning out. I can't even keep up with the number of school shootings we've had in the past six months. Right here in Atlanta, instead of mothers being able to relish in seeing their sons graduate on a Friday and preparing to send them off to college, by the following day, they're preparing to see their bodies for a final time because they are about to be buried. You have young girls who are selling their souls, pimping themselves out by posting half-naked pictures for some likes. People sharing all their business on Facebook to keep some friends informed that they don't even know. What has happened to this world, y'all? We have to get back to that old school way of thinking. Each one, teach one. Because you don't know if you haven't been taught or had an example to follow. Get back to the old school way of living. More human interaction. More physical communication and activities with your family, friends, and loved ones. And stop relying on social media gizmos and gadgets and by getting back to that old school way of loving by showing love and respect not being open and honest with our loved ones and and by being present for those whose presence means the most the moral compass of our society is gone and i don't know how we get it back but i do know that i serve a god who has all power So I trust that all is not lost. And if anybody can, my God can. I'm TJ, and that's my motivational moment. Y'all have a great rest of your week, a wonderful weekend. And until next time, be good to others. Be good to yourselves. But most of all, y'all be blessed. Bye-bye.